0: Distracted in prayer? Father Hugh Barber with help next. Hello and welcome to Catholic Answers Focus, the podcast for living, understanding, and defending your Catholic faith. I'm Cy Kellett, your host, and I get distracted constantly. Wait, should I start again? What what was I saying? Oh, no. Okay. I, I get distracted constantly. And uh, my prayer life is full of distractions. And so, our good friend, uh, Father Hugh Barber, Norbertine Priest, former prior of the Abbey of St. Michael in Orange County, uh, came in, sat me down, and helped me overcome my distraction in prayer. I hope it's helpful for you. Here's Father Hugh Barber.
1: Would you like to start with a prayer? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. We should start with a prayer, Father, yeah. Go I wonder ahead.
1: why. Yeah. Yeah, it'll help me. But as, uh, it's, it's with, with, <laughs> it's with a, uh, a challenge. We'll start with the Hail Mary and see if you can keep your mind on it the whole time. Oh, okay. All it'll right. Some... Our, I hope our listener will Father, do the, the same. the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
0: Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
1: Mary, seed of wisdom. Pray for us. Holy angels of God, pray for us. In the Father and in the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, how did you do? I, what was I doing again? I forgot. I was supposed to be paying attention. <laughs> I, I know there was a task you gave me. So yes, you know I, what the topic of today's podcast yeah. is. Will you please tell me? Uh, that the, the topic of the
0: podcast is distraction in prayer. There you go. Okay. So here's my problem. Here, let me start here. I have two problems with distraction and prayer. At, at least two, but I two that I. Okay. That you'll admit to. That I will, <laughs> That's right. Actually, yeah. I don't want to admit to them, my evil ones i just want to admit to the kids, innocent ones kids. um the the uh first one is uh the distraction that does not permit me to start and I don't, I don't mean not permit like i'm trying to avoid responsibility i just mean the the thing that prevents me from to start praying and then uh the distraction uh, in the course of prayer when often um like if i'm saying my prayers at night I can't remember uh wait did I just say because there's a certain prayer? did I just say that prayer or am I on that prayer now or so which the, decade am I on? <laughs> yeah, where am I? Yeah. Oh, definitely. What yeah. Yeah. Okay, so could you start
1: me at where do you, where would you like to start with the uh before? I think you your questions are perfect oh. for our discussion. <laughs> All right. Because then. you brought, by your first question, you brought it to a deeper level of discussion than I had intended to go to. Oh, yeah. But it would be very complimentary to what uh, we okay. have to say, which we always take. I always take from St. Thomas's Summa, where he has a question in the Summa, question 83 of the Secunda Secundae, whether it is necessary to pray with attention. A tension. Okay? Yes. With attention. And he has very interesting, subtle and refined answer to this question. How that we, like will find, we will find consoling.
0: Yeah. Okay, I want to be. Because if console. you
1: know anything about the Summa, you know that when he begins a question, whether it's necessary to pray with attention, then he's going to say, it seems that it is. Not necessary. No. Oh. It says, it seems that it is necessary to pray with attention. That means oh, he's oh. going to conclude differently right. from what he begins with because he right. starts with the objections so you begin and you go how could this possibly be it seems that he's going to argue that you don't have to be attentive in your prayers yeah and uh. so we'll have to look into that in a second but you brought up the deeper question i did how to get started altogether? and this right. is at the root of st thomas's answer to the question about attention so you just handed it to me on a platter and I wasn't even well, expecting I, I, I planned that. For that is the way a brilliant I, it was months it really of wasn't planning. Perfect. Okay, months so, of planning went into that. In order to to pray, you have to start mm-hmm. praying, and to start praying, you have to choose to pray. Yes, with your will, right, your free will, and there's the struggle. Right, right. Am I going to do it or not do it? And somehow. Over us sometimes comes a lassitude. It's a fancy Latin word for uh, just being limp, all right? A limpness that uh, spiritually where we just don't get started. Uh, We have, especially in our culture today, we have so many things. I mean, before it would be, gee, that bed looks comfortable.
0: Exactly. Maybe
1: I'll just make the sign of the cross and go to sleep. Okay. (laughs) Are you watching me at night, Father? (laughs) All right. We used to have a very <laughs> beloved priest friend of ours in Rome, who used to joke about when he would have to come, he worked for the Holy See, and he had to come home late at night from these meetings, and so he'd miss Compline the night prayer of the church. Yeah. And so he would joke and he'd say, well... Uh, when I get the key out to open the door, I say, Oh, God, come to my assistance. <laughs> and Lord as I open the door and take off my hat and co- put my... Cu- I say, Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and then as I take off my scarf and my shirt and get ready to put my pajamas on, I say, uh, To thee before the close of day, you know, the hymn <laughs> yeah. and whatnot. He goes through the whole, the whole compliment until he's finally brushed his teeth and, and he's done a- everything. <laughs> and then he lies in bed and says... Salve <laughs> <laughs> Regina. So I hate never, to say this, but this priest this, is better than I am. Probably, I don't even he, do he that. He knows the whole thing by heart, but yeah. he also knows that he can. It's a very oriental kind of thing, you know. He just goes through it as he's doing about his business. We always like that. But anyway, no, well, the point here is that we have to begin to pray, and an intention means that our, our mind an intention isn't intellectual words, it means that we have in mind what it is we want to choose. And so that forms our intention. Okay. So, and our intention is to pray, but then to pray has to be an act of our will. We have to choose to do it. Yes. So that, you know, it's, well, I wanted to pray, I intended to pray, but I really didn't. However, that's not praying. You have to actually decide to do it. So the first thing is you decide to do it. And that is an inscrutable instant we've all experienced it where we finally just move ourselves and do it right yes one of the best things for this is to live in a family or a community whether of a family or religious community or a group of friends where you pray together at regular times yes so if mom and dad have the kids they have morning prayers and they have evening prayers and the family rosary, they don't omit those because they know the little children are looking at them and expecting the example, even if they may be resisting. So the first thing is to have a discipline of prayer among those whom you live. But if you don't live with anybody, you still have that obligation to pray. It's, it doesn't take a particular form, necessarily, for lay people during the week. You know, it's not like Sunday Mass. But let's just say um, we're told, pray, be watchful, pray constantly, and the Scriptures constantly say... You know, pray without ceasing, we're told to pray, and so we have to choose to do it. And maybe choosing to pray is one of the more fundamental and simple choices we can do. So you're exactly right. Our intention needs to be seconded by our will, our choice. Now what is our will for? It's the power that we have, the intellect is the power to form our intention and to know something, to determine it with our knowledge. Our will is the power to love something. Oh. Or oh. someone. Yeah. Okay. It's the power of loving. Yeah. And so basically, you have to tell yourself, I must now spend some time loving God explicitly, directly, personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, like all other beings who love us, would like us to express consciously in the moment, as we like to say nowadays, mm-hmm. in the moment consciously and directly express our love for him by turning our minds towards him as the catechism says raising of our mind and heart to god in prayer that came comes from saint john Damascene. all right so that particular fact is something that is within our power but we need to um we need to spice it up a bit we need to consider that prayer is not just that material uh boring exercise from which we get easily distracted, but rather prayer is, as St. Teresa of Avila says, conversation with one whom we know loves us. It's a pretty, pretty good description.
0: But if I may Very say. Very
1: different from like not feeling like praying.
0: Right, but the, it, you know, the it, following the way you just described it, having the intention to pray and then something is pushing against the will, right? Uh, Whatever it is, just inertia maybe, or or some other object, or something.
1: Yeah, right. Something catching our will, like the television set or a sandwich,
0: or something. (laughs) Gosh, you do watch me at night. (laughs) That's exact. The television set and a sandwich, both, not one or the other.
1: In your case, it would be a sandwich.
0: (laughs) A sandwich, yeah, right. So the the but it's after the act of will to pray. That the consciousness of loving God returns. It's not before it. Do you see what I'm saying? That, that it's like um, once the, you move into praying, then it's uh, the thing that was kind of out here and fuzzy. Now it's concrete. Am
1: I making any sense? It makes right? sense. Basically, you have the experience of going, why didn't I do this sooner? Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. It would have been so easy if I, would why am I resisting this? Yeah, why am I resisting? Well, there, that's what's called temptation. <laughs> Remember the song, temptation is making yeah. me wait. Yeah, uh, right. It, right. It's making me wait. All it, right. Well, so. that's, yeah. I think that might be anticipation is making me wait. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> anticipation. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. What's temptation? I, don't know. I got it wrong. Forget it scratch that wrong song i'm not good with the 60s songs anyway so it's fine i know some of them but but even the don't wait just go about it yeah. start praying right okay and once you start you will you will receive the fruits thereof but if we consider prayer is the raising of mind and heart to god so it's about our heart about our love for him and then as saint Teresa of Avila says who knows more about prayer than just about anyone she says prayer is conversation with one whom we know loves us If we had an immediate insight in the course of our day that Jesus is looking on us with love, wouldn't we return his gaze? Yes. Wouldn't we look back at him? Right. Yes. Even if only for a moment? Yeah, or right. anyone for that matter. If you're walking down the street and there's some beautiful person walking towards you yeah. and they look on you with love. This happens to me all the time. Right. <laughs> I can't even tell you. No, I'm just teasing you. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. So probably in that case, you should yeah. look away, but that's different. Okay. <laughs> but this is the savior. We, we normally right. return love for love and that's what prayer is all about in the yeah. end. So, yeah. Yeah. so okay. I liked your first question. That's very important. We have to get right. started. And the way we get started is by being aware that we're talking to one who loves us and making that choice. And the choice is in the power of the will and the will is the faculty of love. Yeah. So whatever else we know about prayer, we know that it's love. That is very helpful. We need our will for it.
0: Okay. Now, um, uh, so then into distraction in prayer. And it's interesting to me that uh, that Thomas does always start with the objection. And the objection is uh, that, yes, we do have to.
1: Be attentive well, he he starts prayer. with a, a resolution of the question which appears to support the objections. Yeah, okay. okay. So he says, is it necessary to pray with attention? So he goes, well, it depends on what you mean by necessary, okay? And so um, something which is necessary to obtain the effect, an act, necessary is described something which you need in order to obtain the effect of an activity, right? So is it necessary to pray for attention, i.e., is attention necessary in order for you to obtain the effect of prayer? That's what he he clarifies it that way. Does your attention, is it necessary to obtain the effect of prayer? Well, What's the effect of prayer? All right. It's obtaining from God what we ask for. Mm -hmm. And it is the uh, enjoyment of his presence. Mm -hmm. And it is the merit of prayer as well. Okay, all, of the, all three of those things. Is, is First, the merit, whatever it is we're asking for, and then the enjoyment of union with God. Those are the effects of prayer. Now, is attention necessary to obtain those three effects? We ask simply. Uh, and he, then he answers the question based on that because he takes the question necessary very carefully. And because he doesn't begin with... Um, uh, well, anyway, he wants to explain something which is very important for Christians, otherwise we would almost feel like we never have prayed ever successfully in our entire life. So he gives a very consoling answer. So first of all, if we've made the intention to pray, a deliberate choice to pray, and and let's just say we're talking here just simply about vocal prayer, it could apply to any kind of prayer, but vocal prayer is the simplest model, Mm -hmm. all right? And so we intend to pray. We're going to pray a Rosary, um, and we make that intention. Then, if that intention is not retracted, if it's not canceled by a contrary intention, then we receive the first effect of our prayer, which is the merit of prayer. No, okay. all right. So, yeah. we if we do not if we do not retract our intention, we're praying. All right. Then, secondly, uh, the effect of our prayer, what it is we we want to obtain. That also is not obstructed as long as our intention to pray is not obstructed. And so those are two things that are very important. Now, human weakness, St. Thomas says, makes it so that it's easy for the mind to wander as we are praying. But as long as that weakness is not uh, uh, completely contrary to our intention to pray... Mm -hmm. then it's a fault that is easily forgiven by God. Now, what do we call a fault that's easily forgiven by God? Venial sin. Venial. But you have to understand, venial sin is, for St. Thomas, a lot more venial than we think, and yet sometimes a lot less venial than we think. But the fact is, venial means easy to forgive. Almost the word venial means worthy of or suitable for being forgiven. Mm -hmm. A venial fault. So it's not just doesn't just mean on the way to mortal sin and especially not in the case of prayer, because, you know, God, even if you don't succeed in praying, it's not as though what you did was so bad that it's some horrible thing. You know, you just, you just were distracted. Yeah. So you confess distractions in prayer. That's fine. But you can have certain kinds of lack of attention in prayer that don't mean you retracted your intention. You sit down to pray the rosary, you kneel down to pray the rosary and you pray it. And then you realize a whole decade has gone by and you can't remember which mystery you're on. Right. Do you have to repeat the mystery? No. No. Because while you were saying those words, if someone asked you, what are you doing? What are you intending to do? You'd say, I'm intending to pray the rosary. Mm-hmm. But thank you for reminding me because I was distracted. Because I was a sleeper. Right. <laughs> right. right <laughs> okay. Exactly. But the point is, is that the the, the, the distraction does not take away yeah. the the reality of the prayer. Right. And this is very important because so often we think that our prayer was not very good because we did not pay much attention. Right. Now, what we mean by that is kind of like in a meal, say you're sitting down and you decide because it's Lent or something, you're not going to put any butter or salt on your mashed potatoes. And so you eat the plain mashed potatoes and you say to yourself, not to the chef, you say, that wasn't very good Mm -hmm. because you didn't do the extra... Attentive care for what you were doing that would have made it delightful, and that's the third thing. So, uh, if you want your prayer to be delightful, yeah. then you do have to pay attention.
0: Yeah. So right.
1: that's why the rosary is so perfect because it has the basic: I'm praying now. Name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I believe in God the Father, might not create heaven and earth as fast as an Irishman can say it. Okay, and I've heard it fast before. I went to Loch Dirk for the penitential pilgrimage which I need to take every week, but I only have done once in my life. But in any case, that pilgrimage, you know, they say Homer is very quickly, but who in his right mind would call that something other than prayer? Right. These people are praying. They're praying with their bodies. They're barefoot. They're fasting. They're keeping vigil, but they're also just praying. So the first intention is fulfilled in the rosary just by uh, saying those prayers. And then the second one, of course, is obtained because you're addressing them to Almighty God for a particular intention that you have. You're praying for yourself, your family, or just for the things that the prayers themselves mention. Yeah. But then if you want to have the sweetness or consolation of the prayer, then you're going to have to pay closer closer attention and get something out of the meaning of the words. Uh, And that's that's something which uh, requires close attention. But that goes along with the prayer. St. Thomas says there are three different ways of paying attention to your prayers. This is like the subset of the discussion. Okay. So what are those ways? Well, first of all, you can pay attention to the words. This is how we teach our children to pray. Just pay attention to the words, learn to say them. And sometimes little children, they don't even know the meaning of the words they're saying. What is God's name? the little child was asked in confirmation class in Louisiana. Hello. Hello. And the bishop said, what do you mean? That's not God's name. What's God's name? He said, hello. And the, he looked at the sister and, and just, hallowed be thy name, your excellency. Oh, 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 now I get it. Okay, Child, you know. that God's it, name was He was actually right because his name is hallowed. It's yeah. holy. It's sacred. But anyway, that sort of thing. So we don't always understand um, uh the the meaning of the words in our early childhood, <laughs> but who would that's, refuse the name of prayer <coughs> to the humble prayers of a little child just learning to lisp, as right, the, right. the old spiritual writers used to say, children's lisping prayers, uh, as they learn to say them. And uh, that's one thing. So attention to the words. Now, that's not so strange, because say you have these younger priests now learning to say the Latin Mass, mm-hmm. and they learn to say it. But, but their that, Latin's not that good, Yeah. but they can pronounce the words correctly. Right. Well, this is also prayer. I've heard people mock that and go, well, they don't even know Latin. Well, uh, they know that the church gives us those prayers. They can look at the translation, and if they say them with due attention to their form, they are really praying. Yes. Just So St. Thomas says, attention to the material words is prayer. Yeah. It's not just rattling on because you're not rattling on. You're paying attention to the words, right? Remember, in our Lord's time, He grew up praying in the liturgical language, Hebrew. Right? Yeah, they prayed in Hebrew. So, and the apostles did that too. And so, we can't claim that it's non-evangelical or not what Jesus did to say it. And and over the cross were written His name in three languages that were not normally spoken by people, unless you argue that the Hebrew one really meant Aramaic. But okay, but that's. Here neither here nor there. So um so that situation, the little child learning the prayers, or the priest or the sister, like Teresa of Luzio, she prayed the divine office for her whole religious life, entirely in Latin. She didn't know Latin at all. Yeah. But who would deny that Teresa the Teresa of Luzier or Avila were not praying when they did the Divine Office? Right. In fact, you know, would that I could pray the Divine Office like the that. way they did. Right. Okay, I'm sure. Exactly. So so paying attention to the material words, that's number one. Two, paying attention to the meaning of the material words, where that requires, of course, a knowledge of the language. And that's why that's better altogether to know the language. So pay attention to the meaning of the words. You can you can you can think of the meaning of the Our Father as you're saying it, or the Hail Mary, or of the Psalms. With the Psalms, that's especially powerful because they, they hit us more directly because we don't say them as a, uh, uh, over and over again that we do the way we do the Our Father and the Hail Mary. But, um, so then we pay attention to the meaning. But then there's another way of paying attention, and that is simply to be attentive to the presence of God, whom we are addressing, and that is sufficient. That's all sufficient, actually. And so those three forms of attention go along with fulfilling our intention to pray. Uh, But when we pray conscious of God's presence, then we're getting close to that idea whereby we can take delight and enjoyment and peace from the prayer that we make and that's uh, all important it's
0: it it, the you know it's uh, we talk about it all the time it's almost a cliche to talk about the modern kind of uh attachment to feelings Mm -hmm. but there is a way in which faith here make makes up for this addiction to feelings if i simply have faith that saying the prayer god hears the prayer god knows my intention the faith uh, is is adequate, and then by having that faith, I can develop uh, an acquaintance with God. Right. Where, whereas if I don't have the faith, then I'm always like, well, am I – that, am I feeling enough? Am I expressive enough? And but faith says, stop worrying about all that.
1: Say the prayer. Well, that's why that's why it's so important to learn forms of prayer and to follow a certain tradition, because that gives us a security that what we're doing is not something that we're making up or that we're stirring up in ourselves. Yeah. And then we that allows God to act because we're using the means which He's given to us. It's similar with the sacraments and in all forms of divine worship. It's much better to um, conform our hearts to a standard or rule of prayer which is already there. Uh, we're not called to be creative except yeah. in the sense that we're allowing God into our hearts to recreate us according to his grace, to his image, and to speak in our hearts in ways which we may not always be aware of until years later. You know? yeah. And so, but, but, so um, if you're having trouble praying with attention, just remember if you're saying the words carefully, And or if you're paying attention to the meaning of the words, okay, or if you are simply happily aware of God's presence without paying attention to either the words or the meaning of the words without contradicting them, then you're praying, okay? Yeah. But if you want to delight in prayer, which has to do with the emotional part, then we need to be paying attention to the meaning of the words as much as we possibly can and the presence of God who's the source of the, the, the light that we can receive. But sometimes he shows his face. Sometimes he doesn't. Right. But in the rosary, for example, which is a very good example, or praying through the gospels, we have the images before us. We have the, the, the what would give us the motivation to come closer to God or have a, such a notion of him that might allow us to approach him mm-hmm. more intimately.
0: What oh, were we talking about? I got off. No, I'm just kidding, Father. I did it's not get okay. distracted. I was, not distracted. I was acting out a distraction there. that's no, okay. For a humorous it purpose. <laughs> it wasn't even humorous. Father Hugh, thank what you. What were you saying anyway? <laughs> okay.
1: But another form of prayer is a blessing. Could you give us yours Certainly before we, we go? We can. Thank All you, right. Father. Beate Maria Virgine Intercedente, cum omnibus sanctis domini, benedictio dei patris et fidia et spiritus sancti. Descendat super vos et maniat semper. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thanks very much.
0: I really myself uh, liked what Father had to say about the will. I hadn't thought about that the will as the capacity to love. And what the will uh, loves, it's directed towards. So if you just direct your will towards God, then you can move into that thing that really is what prayer is, loving God, letting God love you, having a conversation where there is love between the two of you, trusting in that love, living in that love, abiding in that love, all those things that uh, Scripture again and again reminds us uh, to do in regard to God's love. I I like it. I think that's very, very helpful. If I rely on my emotions, and if I even just rely on the fact that I'm going to be attentive, eh, it's not going to work because my emotions come and go, and I am not attentive, I, have, I struggle for attentiveness. So I'm gonna focus on my will. To will it, uh, to will to love God, there it is. And I've started praying. Uh, if you wanna send us an email, we love to get your emails. Focus at Catholic.com is our email address, focus at Catholic.com. If you want to suggest a future episode, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Also, will you subscribe wherever you get your podcast? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you get it. If you subscribe, then you get notified when a new episode is available. And if you watch on YouTube, if you are one of those people right now watching on YouTube, you are seeing these hand motions, see the people listening on the podcast, don't get to see this. Please like and subscribe. It really helps us uh, to grow the podcast, really helps us to grow the podcast. If you'll just like and subscribe. We also need your financial support. If you can do it, if you wouldn't mind, visit Catholic, excuse me, givecatholic.com. Visit givecatholic.com and make your donation there. That helps us keep this program going. This is Catholic Answers Focus. I'm Cy Kellett, your host, and we'll see you next, as long as somebody gives at givecatholic.com so we can pay to turn the lights back on. We'll see you next time right here on Catholic Answers Focus.